Hello everyone and welcome to Remarkably You. My name is Alex and I'm your host of this podcast where we talk all things soul consciousness, growth, expansion and how we can evolve and do so lovingly and with compassion because life is hard and we are all meant to be here. We all chose to be here and sometimes we need to navigate those choices. Um, today I'm going to be speaking to you a bit about why I'm starting this podcast and a bit about my own journey, uh, my journey into becoming a coach, so a life coach. Uh, I have a business called Mind Bloom, and that business serves people through coaching one on one with me. I'm currently developing a group program and together we work through concerns about careers, relationships and transitioning through difficult periods Um, and I support them through that. I give them, I am their accountability buddy, I am their support person, I task them with whatever they need to do uh, to really stretch, to really make that change that we may not have made on our own. So I love what I do uh, and I have been doing it a while now Um, and I will share a lot about that and some experiences with my clients, all confidential of course, um, but very much, uh, very general, but very much my thoughts from maybe some sessions, some things that come up that you too might need to hear and my some little gold nuggets that you that I can present you with. So that is what this podcast is going to do and I am very passionate about our connection to source and and who we really are as a part of the the greatest the greater being and all things um light and magic and, and the beauty in which we actually live and appreciating that. Uh, I love high vibe. I love love and I think that together we can actually have some fantastic conversations. So without the further ado, let's get into today's session. So I'm going to talk a bit about my spiritual journey and then some readings that I've had and done recently and some things that have come out of that. So I started, I was very uh, fortunate, unfortunate, I don't know, but my spiritual journey started on birth, at birth. Um, I have never struggled with my intuition and my connection to spirit other than trying to suppress it. I always tried to kind of push it down because I felt weird and out of place and not quite normal and I had things to say but didn't want to be heard. Um, so when I was younger and I was uh, very young, um, seeing spirits in the house, talking to them like my friends and thank goodness my mother, very open-minded, very spiritual woman herself, an amazing tarot reader actually, um, on the side, she just, she just does it for friends and family, but she's, she's wonderful. Um, and thank goodness she was open-minded and she was like, oh, I'll have a little, I have a little, little special child here, uh, otherwise known as an indigo child. And so they're just children that are born with, um, kind of just, an awakeness uh, to all things light and all things that you can't see with the naked eye. Um, But however, that kind of does disappear as you get older and you go to primary school and you become more in the physical and your mind starts to develop and the ego starts to develop and you get really wrapped up in that world. Um, 
but I was always um, very connected to spirit um, and it was always an, an able to be an open conversation because of my mother's um, my mother's openness so I was very fortunate in that in that realm um, and I'll bring in other parts of myself throughout probably pop up in the podcast but really when I was 19 I got my first um, tarot card deck um, I don't I was actually with my mum's friend who was also an amazing reader amazing psychic um, and she was like you you need to get your own I was like, oh, I don't know if I can read. She's like, you'll learn. I was like, oh, I don't think so. Lovely, my mum bought me a book. Um, but I really just, I really struggled to connect and really understand the meaning of the cards because the card, you know, my mum would say, this is what it means. And I'm like, but I see this or I feel this. It's not what it means to me. So I kind of struggle with just pure tarot card reading. And I've had, a, so I've had these cards for about 15 years, right? So I've been reading tarot for about 15 years. But intuitively and psychically, that is where I drew more information. So I kind of just knew. It's called, it's called clear cognizance. It's basically a knowing. And then I had a clairvoyance where I could see things, right? So I could see, I'd be talking to a friend. And basically what happened, I would start channeling. And I didn't really know what it was happening. But I'd just go blah, 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 blah. And they were like, wow, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And I didn't know that that was exactly what they needed to hear. <laughs> um, but, and I couldn't really remember what I said. They said, oh, can you say that again? I'm going to write that down. And I couldn't say it again. I'm like, I don't really remember what I said. And it happened all the time. I cannot remember what I say. Um, and I thought, oh, it's probably, you know, because when I was really young, I got diagnosed with all sorts of things, right? Like they wanted to put me in a child institution because they were like, oh, she's Spectrum. She's ADHD. She's this, she's this, she's this. And my mum's like, um, I think I'm just going to take her home. <laughs> and thankfully she um put me in speech and drama and I was I was all good um and I just had these these abilities that were just not understood this was the 80s nearly 90s um they were starting to throw labels around um I think now they're much clearer with their diagnoses and much better in that form but then they were just oh she must have all of these things and multiple personalities I was like yeah there are multiple personalities but they're dead and they're around me <laughs> uh they're just not all my personalities um but I was you know it was we love I love to laugh about these things I mean nothing's really serious is it um so then um I had these I was reading for I try to read for people and I ended up just talking sorry going back to now just when I do readings for just for friends and things I would be talking to them and I would want to be just saying things. I'm like, I'm just getting messages for you. Um, but I didn't quite know that that's what they were. I thought I was just telling them what to do, but I didn't know how I knew what they should do. But it seemed to be the right thing to say because they, they loved it and it really resonated. And I would know things that they were going through that I didn't usually know. So it was a very, uh, it was very, conf it was very confusing, but it was also very explorative. It was wonderful. And I always did it with a lot of love and when you have a real, when you are sitting in, in love, like in this pure sense of gratitude for being able to help this person or read for them or give them guidance, um, this huge swell of love just comes over and that really opens you up to spirit because spirit only communicates through love. None of these bloody poltergeist movie things where it's like, oh, there's evil and devils and no, doesn't know. <laughs> No, it's just they only communicate through um, these beautiful channels of love. So it was uh, always a wonderful experience to read for them. But I just wanted to get clearer. And I thought that there were these rules that I had to follow, um, 
you know, but the cards meant this. And um, I had to give them really clear, like, on the 27th of April, you will be offered a job. I don't know, like, really. And I could pick up, sometimes there would be a job, and then other times I'd pick up that really they just needed, it was always really what they needed to do now, and it was always much more the internal. Like, you really need to be exploring what you really want, and to do that, you're going to have to try different things. And, you know, rather than, and, but the outcome, I could see the outcome, I was like, you're going to get this wonderful job, and you're going to be really happy, but there's a series of things you're going to have to do before then that are unclear, because you haven't made that decision. You haven't made that step into exploration right people are very afraid to explore because they're afraid to fail and there is no such thing as failure because life is an experiment like you are literally literally an experiment like we're all an experiment we're all ex- an experience um and we are the universe experiencing itself um so we are all one actually one thing and we all just got these different consciousnesses so that we can all have different experiences and all grow faster so the universe can expand faster so we're all an experiment of expansion and it's a beautiful beautiful thing and I know it feels painful but at the same time it's it's all of service to all of us right so um you know I over the years, I've always loved spiritual text. I actually studied religious studies at university. Who knows how I got into that, but I flip and loved it. And you learn about all these different beautiful religions and things. Because one thing I couldn't understand was, you know, I couldn't understand the um, heaven and hell thing. The the ability or evil that would, you know, be talked about that existed in the world and all this kind of thing. And I would think nothing is worse than humans, like, nothing can get worse than this, really, and because I always just felt love, I always just felt that there was just this beauty and this comfort and actually um, the real world, I say with my fingers, you know, which is our higher self, and I didn't think that actually once we died, anything really bad happened, um, or we go to hell, my mum always said, she's like, well, if there is a hell, it's where the party is, because that's where everyone's going, because, <laughs> you know, we would look, look at the get the catholic rules <laughs> we're all we're all done for this is a joke by the way because you know obviously we're fine um but yeah and so I was just so confused over the years around you know what, what this evil thing like what do you mean this ev- evil stuff um it just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't feel right in my body so I was very highly, um, and I still am, but I can manage it much better now, um, highly empathic. So, you know, just feeling the feelings of others and absorbing those and then wondering for years, like my parents were like, why is she so emotional? Why is she, so? I, and I don't know why I'd be anxious or emotional or stressed or go into these groups, to settings and I just, just oh, I just feel awful, um, feel awful for days, and it was, it was just not, and it's all, it's all on me, um, if a lot, of, I have a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm an empath, so I feel, oh, well, then what are you doing about it, <laughs> I can talk about that in a session, actually, what do you actually do to protect yourself from the energy of others, because when you, you're not a victim of other people's energies, you're fully in control, it's actually, a, it's, it's a way in which you need to, um, it's, it's a, well, how can I put it? It's a symptom. It's not, it's not like it, it's a gift or it's a punishment. It's just a symptom of not managing your own energy, not having an energetic boundary. So, and not knowing yourself and what is your energy and what is not. We all are empath. We are all empathic. We all can pick up other people's energies when we are in tune. So, um, but I'll talk about that in another session, perhaps. Um, so yes, but that I I as well didn't know that I was picking up other people's energies and I was just feel like shit. 
So I, um, I love this little waffly session, but yeah, you're bloody welcome. Listen to my voice for <laughs> 20 odd minutes. Uh, so I, I found though, over, especially the last few years, so probably the last five years in particular, um, so a, a very in the spiritual sphere my whole life. However, the last five years, I've been really able to um, manage the energy, r- really find what takes my energy away gives me energy what is my mindset around my energy and others energy and really why do I want to do what I do um I know my purpose my my passion is helping people and my purpose is to express how to how I do that and people would think that that would be the opposite way around what wasn't your purpose to help people and then your passion is expressing it and actually, it's really funny that that's no, because helping people has always come naturally to me because I love it. I absolutely love it. Like if I could just do anything for the rest of my life, it would just be constantly to help people, guide people, talk to people. Like I just, there's just, I just can't get enough of it. To me, that's just the ultimate love. And it's just like a drug, like just helping people. Oh, just, it's the ultimate drug. Um, but you can always have too much of a good thing. So I do over help sometimes and then I lose my energy. It's an energetic boundary. Uh, not give back to myself, um, but giving um, is just so rewarding. However, what is really important is to also know what, why do I, why do I want to do that, and where's the lesson in that? So my passion, the thing that made me happy, was helping people, but my purpose in that was the thing I struggled with the most, and that was expressing myself. That was I've always wanted to write books and talk about things that I feel and I know that I've experienced that I know will help people, um, but I could never, I could never find the guts to do it. For so many years, I felt I kind of judged myself um, for being, for being weird. <laughs> being different a bit kooky and I self-managed that right self sorry I regulated that around people I wouldn't talk to what I call woo-woo um because people shut down because they just they're just not in that they just can't cope with that um but there are people what I've learned especially over the last few last few years is that me shutting myself out down sorry to manage the level of comfort for others who are not in that sphere means that I'm not spreading my voice and helping people who are ready to navigate that sphere and learn about that part of themselves and go deep on themselves and who they are and what they want to do and where they want to go and have the conversations that I was ready to have with people. So I was, I was, you know, filtering myself for people who weren't ready for that conversation which meant that I was stopping myself from giving to the people who were ready to have that conversation. So this is here I am now. Um, I had an amazing couple of years in Canada, actually, and I spent a lot of time on my own, and that was really good for energetic boundaries. It's where I really learned it because I spent so much time on my own, I just felt so good because I've never been someone who struggled with loneliness. Um, and But then I would go out and I'd be around people who were very energy-draining and... I didn't, and they didn't appear it initially, um, but I was just like, wow, I feel really yucky. <laughs> and what happens with my particular, um, my particular gift is that I feel people's insecurities, so their fears, right, and their love. You know, that's that's really what um, what happens when you're empathetic and so I go out and everyone is insecure don't come at me and say oh, well I'm not insecure I have no insecurities no 
bull chucker, otherwise you wouldn't be here. <laughs> we all do. That's why we have to come back every single time. Um, and it's very, it's scary to be a human. Okay, it's okay to be insecure. Very scary being here. It's, it's very scary. Um, so many unknowns. And so what happens? <laughs> oh, I was cracking myself up. Sorry, guys. Um, so. Yeah, so then I'd come in and I'd just feel all of a sudden so anxious and so insecure and I'd start worrying about things that I didn't usually worry about and start hating on myself and I'm like, oh, I was around that person who hates themselves. I was around that person who's anxious about and worries about everything. And so I started to just kind of wear that energy. But it doesn't mean that I was to not hang out with those people, to stop those people. Those people were a test. Those people were not a test. They were a lesson and a gift in that lesson. I was able to really um, not study them, but study myself in response to the energy. And that means now I'm doing some work back in corporate, which I'm loving, I have so much more energetic boundaries before then, years and years in corporate, and I just, I was a mess, I'd be exhausted, I was sick, I got adrenal fatigue, I had hormone replacement therapy, I was very, very sick, and I was very sick because I was absorbing these sick, toxic feelings from other people um, and wearing those, right? So, I digress. Um... So this is all part of what I want to talk about. And so man- learning that energy management and those bound- energy boundaries was so important to my, um, my progression into the space of reading for people again. Because what I could now do is manage my energy when I read for people and I no longer felt exhausted. I just feel so energized and I'm buzzing for hours and then I sleep really well that night and I wake up feeling so much love and joy. Um, but what was happening is as soon as I agreed to do a reading, and this actually happened last week as soon as I agreed to do a reading and if my intention so I actually put the intention out because intention is everything I put the intention out to connect with them already before the reading what happened I had to have two naps that day and I don't nap unless I've got the influenza like that's when I nap <laughs> and like you're like yeah, I've had the flu I've had it twice in my life and I slept a lot uh, otherwise I just don't sleep unless I'm really sick that was a joke by the way well, I have had the food, but you know what I mean? Like, unless I'm really sick, that's when I nap. Um, but I had to have two naps last week. And I'm like, what? And it's because I was wearing her emotion. I was like, oh, why? Ugh, why, um, why am I exhausted? Like, I felt really excited and happy for this reading. So I knew she was excited and happy about it. But she must have been exhausted because I was absolutely exhausted. And I thought, it's either that or it's spirit, um, which I think this was another big part of it. Because this is where you really tap in. You, you follow your intuition the first thing that comes into your mind is really important. That is the message. The second thing that comes into your mind is your silly little head. And that's the doubt. So always listen to the first thing. And the first thing came into my head was, we're preparing you. I was like, oh, okay. So I thought this is going to be a big session. This is going to be a couple of hours. We're going to really go into this. And um, so I think those little naps were kind of making sure I had all the energy needed for the session because it takes a lot of energy because they use our energy. So um, it's, you know, but I extended that energetic boundary for myself consciously. Um, Otherwise, I'm very, um, so now I'm doing a lot of medium readings. I've been learning about mediumship lately. I'm doing the initiation course with, uh, Danielle Serenki and um, Serenk, yeah, and she's got a really cool last name. I'm like, how do I say that? Serenk, I think. And um, she is the Squamish medium, and she runs a, a mediumship called, course called the Initiation. It's really great, and we have lots of practice sessions with people. 
and it's amazing what comes up. Oh, and I'd never been interested in mediumship before because of my beliefs. I, um, my truths, I suppose, rather than beliefs, is that, you know, it's, there's no such thing as death. Like, yes, our body dies, like the plants that I have in my house always die. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, that's okay. They'll come back in a spirit in another plant. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't believe in death as we think it is. And so I'm like, why do I need to talk to people who have passed, you know, because they're all, I know that they're fine. I know that they're just love and light and they, I can, and I know I can talk to them anytime. I've always just been able to talk to whoever I've wanted who's passed anytime and they would jump in my mind. Um, so I'm like, why do I need to do this? But I felt called to do it. I'm called to do it and learn some new things. And I did. I have learned so much, but I've connected with some amazing women. And one of them, we were talking and we're like, who is this person? Who is this person? I was the sitter and she was reading for me because this is the great thing is that I read for them, but it's receiving. Like nobody really reads for me. Like I go to a random clairvoyant maybe now and then, or my mum would read for me, but she's biased and just wants all the best things for me. So I'm pretty sure she just tells me the good parts and <laughs> love it a bit. Um, but the, the beautiful thing is having a sitter. So, um, having, sorry, being a sitter and having someone read for you. I'm like, who's going to come through? You know, most people in my family still alive. And, um, I thought maybe it's my stepdad, um, but I can talk to him myself, but okay. What came through was like this woman from hundreds of years ago. And I was like, well, I can't place this. I'm not going to validate this. Who the F is this? And she suddenly stopped. And I had a really strong feeling as well. And we basically said at the same time, I was like, this is a past life. It was me. Oh, guys, honestly, anything is possible. This is the beauty of our beautiful universe. It's just everything is possible. So what happened was we went, um, we, we, were, we went with, we went with, this woman came through and we uh, called Julie, actually. And I was like, there was something about the name Julie <laughs> that I'm like, mm. um, I've never really <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone called Julie listens to this. But there's always been something about the name Julie that I've always gone, hmm, I don't know. There's just that name. So really interesting. This woman, again, Julie gave that. Interesting. So it was many um, times ago, and it was, it was kind of like saloon-esque. It was, she was, you know, wearing an old-time dress, but she had this real attitude. She had this real, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you fart-assing around? Hurry the F up and do do this and do this and do this, you know, um, get this podcast up. I've been thinking about this for years and I was like, mm, what am I going to say? Like, yeah. But then I actually think about it. I'm like, there's not enough spiritual and consciousness podcasts out there. This is the stuff I love to listen to and I think I've exhausted all options. So I'm going to do one. Um, and, and I think, you know, there'll be someone that's interested in hearing about it and I'll talk about some readings I do and I'll talk about some coaching topics as well. But this woman was hilarious, and I, um, she was also talking about relationships, um, and she was just like, you know, you need to do this and do this, and oh, it was hilarious. And so this amazing woman, Crystal, I'll, I'm going to get her on the podcast, she's amazing, amazing reader, she's like, I've never had this done, this has never happened before. <laughs> I picked up on your energy before the reading, I knew you were high energy, I knew this was going to be great, but what the F? <laughs> So we had a really good time. She's in America, uh, so it's all over Zoom. But obviously, you know, we can connect anytime, anywhere. 
and um but I, we had this amazing past life come through so this can happen in your with psychic mediumship as well and um, what I love about psychic mediumship as opposed to just traditional mediumship traditional mediumship is very much just the validation like give me the details am I talking to old uncle Sam you know how do I know it's old uncle Sam and there's all this kind of skepticism so you have to have all this validation I really don't care about validation the validation to me is in the message and how meaningful is that message to me does that message resonate with me and normally 100% of the time it does doesn't matter where I go if they've got a message that message will resonate that's how much I trust I trust in my reader and even if they are not they are doubting themselves I know that something will come through because I'm meant to be in that moment with them and and I'll always support the reader as well especially if they're developing and um because that's what we should do so always support each other so but we had this a past life of mine come through and so what okay so then I had a reading the other day with this wonderful, wonderful woman. She's in Australia. And she booked in with a reading with me. And I was like, okay, I'll put some cards for her as well. It's all about their experience. And I said, look, I'll pull... She's very open. So I was like, I'll pull you some cards. I'll um, do a little bit of mediumship, see what comes in or who comes in. And... Um, but they didn't have any messages for her. But... Okay, so the trippy stuff that happened. Oh, this is going a bit longer than I thought, but I'll, I'll wrap up soon. Uh, oh, so some trippy stuff happened. So I said have you I said you have to be very sensitive about the you know about the topic of people losing someone because you don't really know you you know how sensitive it is especially because I said to her have you lost a mother and she's like no and I was like oh okay and I had thought about three years ago I had three years and she goes oh no but my friend's mother died three years ago today and I was like, ah, there we go. So that, but that just popped in. That actually popped in earlier in the day. Um, so it's really just trusting yourself and not letting the ego get in the way of not saying it. And I still get in very guilty of that because I overthink, oh, I, I don't know where this has come from and I don't know where to place it. And it's not really matching the energy of the reading. Do you know what I mean? Like she was here seeking certain information for herself and had intentions for the reading around, you know, her life, her career, her love, all sorts of things. This woman didn't fit into that, but what was beautiful, I said, oh, she's here today, and she's just watching and enjoying this, and um, I think she has an interest in this, and she's like, oh, she did, she did, so, um, you know, every message, it doesn't, so that's, that's not much validation, that's not even much information, but that message, that to the sitter, meant everything to have her there, and she might tell her friend that, like, I had a reading, and your mum was there, and her friend, imagine the feeling that she'll have is that her mum is still around. So, um, you know, there's always these little beautiful, simple moments. And we think that there have to be all of these big, complicated messages and lessons. But really, it's in these small, beautiful moments. And then we had um, a beautiful um, session where we talked about um, her um, career and all that kind of thing and she was interested in past lives and I didn't think um, like I did, wasn't sure how to place those as well like okay, something might come in with a message but I was just very open I was like spirit just I do trust I'm like whatever is I'm meant to say I will say and um, what I did is I ended up um, seeing I ended up seeing a couple of people and she had already said at the beginning of the reading that we talked about, you know, she'd been living in Japan and, you know, because I said, oh, you know, it's showing here that there's a bit of discomfort where you're living now. If you transition there, yes, okay, cool. So we talked about, and she had this really big connection to Japan. And um, 
and I was having this vision, he kept popping in, of this man, this um, this warrior type man, this, this Japanese kind of warrior, and um, and then I was also getting this vision of this beautiful tribal man, and then I was getting this flash, this flash of um, this woman giving birth, and it was a mess, right, I was like, oh shit, and I, would, I don't bring into, I don't actually ever really see anything negative in readings. Like, I don't see anything like, because Spirit doesn't talk like that. They don't think anything is bad. <laughs> they think everything is great and necessary. So they don't really show you, like, terrible events, um, unless there's a, there's a motive, unless their free will is going to take them off the ledge somewhere. So we, it's always a very loving interaction. However, I keep seeing this woman, you know, a bit of a mess with birth. I was like, ooh. Um, so I actually raised these things. I said, so I see this Japanese warrior. I see this woman giving birth. Um, I think they're past lives. And I think that, you know, we talked about what it might mean for her. And we carried on about, she was really interested because she wanted some past life information. If she could, she's just quite interested in that. So, okay, interesting. And, um, and then I saw a couple of her spirit guides, which was really interesting as well. One came in, gave us some healing. And he was a galactic being. Amazing. One of her spirit guides is this beautiful galactic being very tall um alien looking you know <laughs> the big eyes beautiful very beautiful and um and then she's got this other tribalsman who is um all about um self-love and self-worth that's what he works on he's wearing purple and red these very loving colors and um so it was really really cool and then she turned to me she clicked she's like oh my gosh i had a reading last year with an astrologer and he suddenly said I've got two past lives here. One, you're a Japanese warrior, and one, you get, you had trouble giving birth and giving birth, and it was very and so you're a bit remiss when having kids in this life, and she just clicked. She's like, "Oh my god!" And I said, "Thank you." Like, it's very hard sometimes to get validated with that information. You know, really, we're giving so much, but we really do want to know that it helps, and we really do want to know that it's it's correct for them, and not that there is a correctness, it's getting away from that right or wrong labels, everything has a place, but it's so nice to still be validated, and so another reader had picked up these two same past lives that are coming through to her to say, hey look, clear this, clear this, because she was really interested in karmic, and her karmic lessons, clearing karma, and I'm like, look, you're, you, you're fine, you will have children, and you will clear that, this is, this is, this, this past life is coming up to say, it's okay, you can clear that, like, you will have children, and you will be okay in this life, and you will have faced that fear that was created from this past life, and then this military with her armor, you know, this armor is like, you are, you are breaking that, that's why this past life is present here, it's because you are clearing that, um, you're in this, you are doing the right thing to, to clear that, so, um, which is all around self-expression, so when you're in an army, it's not about who you are, it's about what you do, so she's really learning to connect back in with who she is, and, and who creative outlets, and what she wants to do in the world if she listens to this she'll be like that was all me uh, I'm like yeah I'm talking about you you're great um so I just wanted to share some of that with you a bit about myself a bit about reading it's very introductory I will probably go firmer on the topics later um but I really just wanted to talk to you a bit about some of the reading I've have had recently some eye-opening beautiful moments and a bit about me so please reach out um anytime my I'm going to I'll put I'll link my um socials on here, but otherwise my business is Mind Bloom NZ on Facebook and Instagram um and YouTube and I'm going to continue to put up content because I think 
to that at some point that we continue to talk about this and have these conversations and grow in this way so thank you so much for joining us it's joining me us who's the other person every other person that's probably in this room right now it's probably really a million of us um spiritually and i will talk to you soon thanks for listening bye